Hello, welcome to the Shona Strong podcast. I am very excited to be back. It's January. I haven't uploaded since October and I'm really sorry about that. I have been so busy. I have launched a new business. It's the Mummy Business Coach. It is doing incredibly well. I'm so proud of myself. I think that it's really important to recognise when you're doing something really well and that's going really, really well. So big pat in the back for me. If you are a coach, if you work in the fitness industry or actually if you work in any industry where you sell yourself as a service, then go and follow me, the mummy business coach. I am all about having a life first business and having life work balance and creating the life that you love through your business. Anyway, that's not why you're listening here today. You're here because you follow me on Shona Strong. Some big things, big changes are going to happen with my Shona Strong business and I'm very, very excited about it. And today's podcast is definitely going to be in line with that. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that over the summer last year, I was really struggling with my mental health. I wasn't really in a good place and I shared that with you on the podcast. Sometimes I get a little bit of a, it's like I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I recorded podcasts about that. But I'm an authentic person. I wear my heart in my sleeve. So I was struggling and I think that was relating to a knock, a few knocks in the confidence um, and also kind of struggling with my identity, who I am, and getting in touch with that person again. But I've had lots of the opposite of a knock to confidence, like a, a, a boost to my confidence with what I'm doing with work and business. And also I, f- I feel really reinvigorated and connected to who I am as a person. And I want to tell you about how that has happened and it, it kind of relates, it very much relates back to my son. So without telling you lots of personal information about him, because this is this is a story all about me, guys. It's all about me. Um, he is two and a half and he is the light of my life. Um, he's also the light of my partner's life. And he is such a wonderful, hilarious, loving hilarious I've said hilarious twice funny that's funny another funny word um just he's just the best thing ever he um is becoming his own person which is so fun if you've got a toddler you'll be like where do you get that from they come out with stuff and you're like wait you are just hilarious where do you get that from because when they're babies you look at them and you think oh got their mum's smile oh they've got ginger hair like their dad but then they become their own unique person once they get to that toddler stage and then it just keeps building from there and it is such a joy. So he does lots of things that are totally unique to him and because Paul and I are parents that want to embrace him and make him feel totally comfortable with being himself, like we don't really think much of it. And one of the things that he does is he flaps his little arms when he's, ex- he's excited. Um, if he's sitting down, he flaps his arms, he'll bounce up and down and didn't really think anything of it. But then we had a parents' night at nursery. His nursery teacher is wonderful and she loves him so much and he loves her. And she said, I just want to talk a little bit about the stimming, if you don't mind. And I'd never heard that word before. 
stimming is a word that is so it's basically like a, a movement that people who are uh, neurodivergent they they move their body in a way that like lets out energy um I'm probably not explaining that really well but that's probably more of what Cormac's doing he's like excited so he and he's not able to communicate that yet because he's only a toddler so he flaps his arms but it's called stimming right so she wanted to talk about that and she said we're just keeping an eye on him it's nothing really to worry about just now but we want to keep an eye on him um, because he might be on the autistic spectrum and as a mother whoa that was big news um, Paul was like, okay, cool, that's fine. And, and he was totally chill about it because like, as, as far as he was concerned, as far as Paul was concerned, he just wanted to make sure that Cormac gets all the support he needs. And that is, oh God, learn so much from being with Paul. He's just like a better human than me. Anyway, um, my first thought was, oh my God, what, what will this mean? Like, what will it mean for his school? What will it mean for him in life? Like as he grows up, his relationships, all these things, like what does it mean? And I had to go away and sit with that for a while because it was obviously my perceptions of what autism is and my, like, um, you know, what I've seen of autism. Because, like, the thing is, there's going to be lots of people who are neurodivergent in your life. People, young people who have maybe been diagnosed with it. People who are our age and older who have not been diagnosed with it. And that's the beauty of life. Um, so did a little bit of thinking about it. We also had our health visitor come round and she like did like a kind of like rough assessment of him for autism. She said, and this is her words. She said, I think he might just be a very clever little boy because apart from the stimming, he has a few, (laughs) few things that, um, she said are markers of being on spectrum and it's things like um, he really enjoys puzzles he's really really interested in numbers and like the nursery teacher said that he's quite advanced actually her words were a maths genius I'm not even I'm, I promise that was her words not mine um so yeah he really likes maths and numbers he um is very like he can be quite very focused on a task but not to the point where like if you move him on to the next task he gets upset like he's absolutely totally chill with that he's actually a very chilled out person very happy and smiley generally so like our question was so the things that are are showing just now it's just stimming and you know being in having a touch of the Einsteins um so the health visitor wasn't very concerned and she said the good thing is that nursery are flagging it because think how many people go through life who are our age and have not had the support that they needed in life because it hadn't been flagged. So anyway, that that statement was quite powerful for me. So then I said to my mum, so uh, I told her the situation and I said, and it, it all started with his stimming, his flapping his arms. And she said, oh, you used to do that. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember this. I said, yeah, you, you did that. You did that from the very start and you did it all the way through to first year at school where the first year, your first year teacher had to speak to me, speak to my mum about it because you were distracting the other children. 
and I had no idea about this. I did not remember this at all. But I flapped my arms and stemmed all the way through primary school, all the way up until being 11, 12 years old. And then I was like, holy, right? So my first, I didn't, I didn't want to, my first, if I'm completely honest, my first um, thought when I thought I, that's something I do was to like perhaps be like, oh, well, I mean, I've not got autism and I stemmed Cormac's. So Cormac won't have autism. And then I was like, the thought process was, hold on a second. And I thought back through parts of my life where I really struggled. I really struggled with, um, I really struggled with concentration in class. I really struggled to focus on tasks. Um, I did kind of like almost struggle with not, I've never been like someone who's shy. I've always been really outspoken, but sometimes I've, like there's been lots of times where I've said the wrong things. I've not quite got the situation. Now you might be thinking, sure, you've not got autism. And I, my mum said the exact same thing. Um, But, and I work in an industry where I help people every day. I'm like, I'm really, I'm a total people person. I'm energised by being around people. And that, in itself isn't is maybe like a bias that you would have against people with autism you think oh no well all those things are are not people with that people with autism have those are not like qualities that people with autism show but I, I don't believe that and I think that perhaps there's been a shift in me where I've I've seen as a young person, what you need to do in order to fit in and what you need to do in order to succeed in life. And I have adapted to that. And then I read Fern Brady's book. Fern Brady is a comedian. She's from Bathgate in Scotland and she has a really, really good book. She is autistic and she tells the story of her life and the lack of support and then the weird support that she got um, and how like fully accepting her autism in her later years as an adult has allowed her to live authentically and and be happy and um, accept herself. And I just think that this this has been the huge shift that has come about for me. Age 35 is that it is not, not, it's for a single moment, I would never question accepting Cormac as he is. I would never, like, there'd be nothing that he would do that would be, oh, I don't like that, I need to change that about you. I love him for who he is. And so in order for me to do that, I need to do that for myself too and not deny who I am and instead fully embrace who I am. Now I don't I don't need to go out and get diagnosed with anything. I that doesn't particularly that doesn't I don't think that would change anything, like whether I had something or not. And I also don't think that, you know, everyone's on the spectrum because that's not true. Not everyone is on the autistic spectrum. Some people are very much neurotypical and some people are neurodivergent. Um but 
I have got to a place in my life where I have like managed to work around these things. I've managed to like find a way to make my brain do the things that it needs to do. But where I was struggling was this acceptance of myself. Like last summer, I was really struggling with like, who am I? Like, why am I like this? Why do I struggle with these things? And always trying to be better, always trying to strive for self-improvement. And while I don't think there is anything wrong with that, when you've spent 34 years of your life doing that, it needs to stop sometime. And this is where 35 years old, 2024, this year is the year that I am living authentically. I am being myself. I am embracing who I am. I am living unapologetically and fearlessly and I am so fucking excited about it and whether this was subconscious or not if I think back over the last like three four months particularly with the work that I've been doing with my clients and my one-to-one clients that's one-to-one through Shona Strong and one-to-one through Mummy Business Coach I have been encouraging them to live authentically and to live fearlessly and to be themselves because that is where I believe true happiness lies is that feeling of not always having to be on this journey of self-improvement because you feel like you're not good enough is being able to love yourself right now in this very moment and the things that you're doing the the steps that you're taking to improve yourself are coming from a place where it's because I fucking deserve this. I want this for myself. I need this for myself. And that is a huge shift to make, is stepping into this place of abundance where you're like, I have everything in front of me. I have everything within my power. I can grab this rather than stepping into a place of lack, which is where a lot of us have been this place where like, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't have enough. I need more. There's something that needs changing. What can I change about myself now? So if you are listening to this and you are nodding your head fiercely because I'm doing that, I'm like, Shona, yeah, yes, Shona, I'm so excited for 2024 and what's about to happen. If you're listening to this and you're nodding your head and you are in, then feel free to message me. I have two spaces for one-to-one clients and this is what we're going to be working on. We're going to be working on moving into a place of abundance, living authentically, feeling confident in your own skin, knowing that what you're doing every day is going to make you feel your best and we can do that through various different ways. The way that I work with people is obviously I'm a personal trainer, but I am delivering so much more than that. The things that I do with my clients, it's way more than just diet and exercise. This is mindset work. This is doing the quote unquote work. This is life changing, earth shattering, mind blowing. So yeah, if this sounds, this sounds like something that you need to get into, then feel free to message me. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and it has pumped you up because I feel I feel pumped AF. And I'm very excited about the changes that are coming to Shona Strong. 
they will be announced very, very soon. Love you. Bye.